0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Stone Solid podcast. I am Stony. I am the purveyor of all that you were about to listen to. And I'm trying to think of what, what would be the best way to introduce this week's topic. And I really don't know how to say it except that it could quite possibly be the best topic. It could be the worst topic. I guess it depends on how hard I'm willing to commit myself to it. Because this week's topic is about competition. Just competing. It's not about a specific sport. Did I say that right? Specific sport. That could be a tongue twister. But it's about competing in general. And I bring that up because I just came back from a state wrestling tournament, high school tournament. And I noticed there are definite personalities out there that win, lose, and compete, and I thought about it: is it is it the act of wrestling that draws people in, or is it the desire to compete and test yourself and win that draws these young combatants in, both boys and girls? I would like to bring up that Montana has, uh, in the second year now, second year in a row, had just a girls' division of wrestling, and it is exploding. So, if you have a young lady who is interested in the combat arms of high school wrestling or even junior high wrestling, you know, I, I encourage it. They get to compete against someone the same size and build and whatnot as them. It is, it is purely a, a balanced competition. It really is. Um, so, yeah, young ladies, you have a new outlet there. Go hard. Win big. And uh, some great wrestling by them all. Man, it was phenomenal. Uh, boys, solid wrestling as well. But uh, some great things. Got to see some three and four-time state champions. Really just set some amazing records. So, solid. Stone solid, one might say. <laughs> Anywho's competition. I was seeing this, and I was thinking about other sports. Not to say that other sports aren't good, um, but I kind of wonder, is competition in itself a hobby? And do we fulfill this through various different things like oh uh, maybe maybe gambling is a form of addictive competition. You're wanting to uh, you're wanting to go and say that your knowledge or something and blah 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 and running odds you know, that you you gathered it and you know how the way it's going to go and you're waiting for that win. It's that drive for the win, you know. You made your bet. Will you win your money back? Will you win? It's competition. Competing in wrestling, I'm going to beat that guy. It's competition. You know, even look at like Nathan's hot dog eating championship. I will do more than you. And there's a lot of people out there that They just got to one-up you, you know? They just got to do better. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes it's annoying. Sometimes it's great. And sometimes it can be used to watch somebody suffer just to beat you. And that's worth it. (laughs) You ever done that? You ever gone and been like, oh yeah, I can do better than you? Knowing that you can't do better than them, but you want to push this person to the point that knowing they won't back down... Just so you can watch them suffer through some sort of event or whatever, so they can beat you. Like you know they won't back down. You know you're gonna lose, but you're 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 up in the ante just to see how much torment they'll take for the sake of one-upping you. Oh, uh, yeah, I I enjoy doing that. I'm not gonna lie. But I enjoy winning too. So sometimes I'm that guy. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to lie about that either. Hmm. But is competition in itself a hobby? I kind of think it is. You know, it's like playing Uno. That gets fierce. Uno is not a light game. I don't know anyone that plays Uno and like, "Eh, this is okay. You play Uno to win. Like, you play Uno for blood. I don't care what age you are. You start playing Uno, it gets rowdy. It's almost as bad as, say, oh, what'd be another super? Monopoly can get pretty uproarious at times. You know? Connect Four? Oh, that gets gets tough. Or uh, what's the dice game? Tinsy? Tinsy you want to see some people getting rowdy in the game, play Tinsy with them. That's that's some serious competition. And you don't really win anything from it that's too... Well, I mean, you guess you could wager on it. That kind of brings up a sub-question of, is wagering... does that improve competition or lessen it? I could see how some, again, I brought gambling as addictive. Because to me... Sometimes the smartest competition is being able to know when to take a loss on a small thing to take a win on a larger thing. And I think sometimes gambling gets you past you know, beyond that to the point where you you have to gamble so you're always have to win, you know. I don't know. I that's my thoughts. I kind of feel like gambling can be unhealthy. Uh, not to say that I don't wager every now and then, but I try not to make it financial, you know. I try to make it learning, i.e., if you will lose this, you have to do 50 push-ups. I gain something from it. I become stronger. That's just me. You know, but it's also like when you're at hunting camp with your buddies. You toss out a a pop can out there, or a beer can or something, or you bring one of those rubber targets and you play the game where you shoot at it the target, whatever it is, and it has to move. If it doesn't move, you lose. And sometimes the key being not to shoot the target directly, but to shoot near the target to create movement. Yeah, pro tip for you if you haven't played that game. You know, that's a competition. You're just sitting around playing it. Some camps, you're going to go and play a little poker, but you're not playing for uh, money. You're playing for Oreos or something like that, you know. Good, wholesome fun. I kind of do that with my boys now. I'm starting to teach them blackjack. You know, the thing I like about blackjack is it's a competition that involves odds in the sense of, like, percentages. What is my percentage of winning this hand? So I have a very set system, which I told, I told, I've been told is right on the verge of counting cards or something like that. The thing is, I don't count cards. My math is not that high of a level. Uh, That must come from my machinist background and somewhat army, where if in doubt, look it up. Like, use a calculator. Make sure it's right. So I I don't like trying to do math in my head. But I do like, what are my odds of winning? I think I have a higher percentage of winning if I run this hand versus this hand, etc., etc. And I like winning it, so I teach the boys it to teach them how to increase their odds of winning by understanding their current uh, situation, the hand being the situation. You know, you could use that in, in sports too. If I am in a certain situation in football, what play, a pass or a run, increases my odds of continuing success. Same thing, you're running percentages and ratios for increased success. You're competing on a mental level before you compete on a physical level. I think blackjack helps that. Could be wrong. Also just enjoy the game, so. But, that being said, if, is competition really a hobby? Because, I mean, we all do it. America especially. We love to compete. We compete at everything. My business is bigger than yours. My car goes faster than yours. I can lift more weight than you. My buck I shot is bigger than yours. My bourbon costs more than yours. You know, My bourbon costs less than yours. Uh, I own three homes. You own two. I own no home because I live... As a wanderlust, you don't. We're always comparing or competing against something else in America. I think part of that has made us very successful as a country and as individuals. But what is the the younger generation? What are they doing? Because I honestly feel they don't compete as much as, say, my generation. I'm gonna date myself here just so you guys know I graduated the year 2000 I was a y2k kid um, so that's but I remember you know competing always happened we we competed for everything I think I still do I guarantee I still compete heavily uh, I think I've also learned how to take a loss better so I, to me a loss is a loss that moves on you know it's it's Whereas some people, a loss is unacceptable. You can't do that. But I think kids nowadays, and I could be wrong. If you're younger and listen to this, correct me if, if you feel so. But I think kids nowadays accept the loss initially and then hope for a win. I just don't feel like I'm seeing the same amount of drive to accept that a win should happen. And the loss is the rarity. It doesn't matter whether we're good at this competition or not. But why, why is the acceptance of losing becoming more prevalent versus the acceptance of winning? You know, I think some of the best winners understand losing. But now I see that losing is the primary, and I just don't, I don't get it. You know, these are the same kids that love playing video games. Is You know, and I remember growing up, everyone's, ah, video games, rot your mind. They'll turn you into violent criminals or make it so you can't process things right. It'll ruin your motor skills and make your eyes horrible and you'll probably get brain cancer. You know, all these things about video games. And I admit, video games are entirely too dominant in today's society. This is coming from a guy who likes to play video games. Now, notice I said I like to play video games. I am not obsessed with video games. I maybe play... Well, actually, I play games daily. But it's on my tablet, and it's usually like a number game, like Sudoku or something like that. So it's puzzle games. I don't get too invested in, like, I have to go home and play Call of Duty or something like that. But I understand that it's my generation that made games like Call of Duty huge. We started on Mario. Now we're playing Battlefield 2142 or whatever the newest version is. 6.0 update patch 39598. That being said, though, games have changed, too. Those video games. See, I, I really don't feel playing video games made me less athletic. I don't think it ruined my eyes. I think they were gone bad anyway. Uh, I don't think that it's affected my brain frequency of anything. You know, whatever that whole argument was. I do think that games can absorb too much time and take away from reality. That's a personal lesson for me that I've learned. So there's that. But the game itself has changed. You know, Mario, you got, what? Three lives or four lives, you could build those lives. And when they was gone, they was gone. Started square one. And nowadays, I go into a game and I can die a billion times, and still get to compete the game. Complete. Sorry, it's early. So I, I'm kind of curious: is is it the manner that we set the games up so everyone's happy, so the game sells more, or is what's where's the loss there in that that aspect? Do we treat sports the same with competing? You know, because I really like competing, but Is it really competing if what I won is the same as someone else who didn't try as hard as me? Um, No. No, not to get too controversial here, but like college women's swimming. That, you know, Leah, or whatever the name is. You know, is this individual, is it really improving competition or are we taking away from it? It is not to be said that Leah should be denied the uh, identification or want to feel whole as a person. But do we compensate to the one at the detriment of all of the others? Or do we simply say there is a different level and type of competition here? Make a new category so that everyone is happy with themselves, but the level of competition stays intense. It stays on a fair playing field, because that's well, that gets into a whole another comp. You know, this conversation about fairness. What is fair in competition? You know, in In most competitions, in order to be fair, there has to be an equal set of rules. And uh, when I think about rules, I have two mindsets, to competition rules, much like society rules. Rules are there to enable the weakest to compete, right? So an individual, whether physically or mentally, who is the strongest... I feel generally can adapt a strategy or a level of play in order to win. And rules are created so that person is restricted in the competition to allow the weakest person to be competitive. I'm not saying this as a downplay to the weakest person in the competition. I don't, you know, it doesn't take away from that person. I admit. The rules are there to allow the weakest to have a fair chance. But that's kind of what makes it fun, right? Everyone's got to have a level playing field to really compete. I think the only time that rules, as it were, don't apply, and this could go down a whole nother rabbit hole, is warfare. And I say this, not lightly, I say this hesitantly, because I also understand that if we don't have some rules in humanity, we will eradicate ourselves. We are the type of creatures that will completely eliminate our entire existence out of spite. So I think that's a different reasoning behind rules. But as far as competition, I believe rules are for the weakest competitor. And I also believe that the strongest competitors can still adapt and manipulate the competition while maintaining the rule set. I think this applies in video games too. Um, you know, my my boys, like any boys, they'll bicker, right? Or I should say, any siblings, they'll bicker. They'll be in a game playing Mario Kart, and you hear one of them, "You cheated! How is it cheating if it's..." programmed to be capable within the game that is my argument well he shot this turtle shell at me and it wasn't fair because I was this I beg to differ you had a set structure in the game, the game created this scenario and it placed this turtle shell in there and your brother simply used it to his advantage, that's competing it's not cheating there's a set of rules programmed into video games that's competing. Now, guys that hack a game, yeah, that's that's cheating. You're going in and manipulating the uh, given rule set in order to increase your odds. It's cheating. You're not competing. Right? There's no joy in that. There's no joy in that. And imagine those guys that lose even after cheating. I hope they feel horrible. Right? But whatever happened to this well, actually, that gets right into it. That that generation, hearing that from my boys, you're cheating because they're losing, right? It's not an easy win, so therefore, it must not be allowed. I'm not getting an easy win. This can't be right. It must be cheating. Whatever happened to the struggle? I think maybe that's it. Maybe those of us that enjoy competition were willing to accept struggle. Struggle is what we strive for. The test of will. Competition is more than just uh, I connected four on the game. Competition is that desire to be pushed mentally, physically, and emotionally. How do we, how do we get that back? I wonder. How do we teach a whole generation that while suffering sex, right? Suffering makes us better. There's a joy in suffering. I feel like Lindsay this is probably why she's one of my best friends. I feel like she understands that about it. And so <laughs> she when like when we do stuff together, we suffer badly sometimes. Sometimes it's not that bad. But like, hey, let's Let's go do a 7-mile hike we've never done before. Let's make sure we overpack slightly and only bring M&Ms to watch Matt die with. You know. And his pain and his agony and his glorious. It's probably the best times we have sometimes. Or like occasionally, you know, Lindsay and I will get together and work out, which we haven't done in forever. We should probably do that. A deck of cards. Let destiny decide our pain but that's the attitude we have like ah, how bad will I suffer how far can I push in that suffering there's competition there just with ourselves is that where we lack nowadays or is that where we were successful as learning to test our own suffering is that all competition is the ability to withstand or is there more to it Is competition really that simple? God, now i got to think. Think on this. This could be life-changing for me. Maybe it's life-changing for you. Maybe we changed a life just now. Competition is actually about suffering. Maybe that's why some people don't like it. They don't like to suffer. They would argue that humanity improves through the intelligence that removes suffering. Because that brings up this whole... Wow, this is going to go a lot deeper than I thought, folks. I'm sorry. I, I've hit a rabbit hole. Unintentionally, for myself. I don't know about the rest of you. But if we think about it, like how do animals survive in the wild? It's cold, it's wet, it's miserable... Sometimes, like a bear, it makes a shelter, it climbs in a den, it gets in there. Birds, they do shelters, right? Birds are some of the most intelligent animals out there. They make nests and homes to be more comfortable to protect their offspring. But like how does a how does a deer willingly go through year after year with no change surviving winter? It's cold, they're hungry, they're just trying to stay alive, keep their internal body temperature up, get enough calories to survive. And really, I think that comes down to a level of intelligence. I think that the less intelligent something is, the more capable it is of enduring suffering. Because if you look at us as humans, anymore, we're worthless. I have to maintain, you know, an environment of 70 degrees in order for me to survive. I have to have a cup of coffee every morning, I say, as I drink a cup of coffee. Well, second cup of coffee. Well, maybe more. Anywho, I can only wear certain orthotics in my boots I must have you know silk sheets with a thread count of five I don't know how that works I think actually I could be completely wrong I think it's a higher thread count anyway but those are things that we as humanity are getting to we have to have these luxuries in order to survive when animals survive with much less so, if that's the case, is that why we can't compete as well? Because we've become intelligent enough to reduce our suffering and therefore our level of competition? Which makes you wonder like, if we were to run into another species or not species, a planet aliens and all that stuff, would we actually Being the less advanced society, be able to compete and therefore win? Ruthless. We'd be ruthless because we would not be as comfortable as them, per se, unless we discovered them first, in which case, would we be destroyed? We went from sports to surviving alien contact, folks. I apologize. This got weird, but I'm kind of intrigued. Like, is that what we're lacking in this next generation? Is is competition and suffering what we're losing because we're becoming more advanced? Like, which... To my mind, I want to keep advancing. I, as, a, as an individual, want to encourage the advancement of the human race. I want to be in the stars, folks. I love the idea of Star Trek and Star Wars. Uh, I just finished watching The Expanse. Ooh, maybe I should do a whole episode on The Expanse. I have a lot to say about that. Um, but I want to get to space. But is the lack of competition going to get me to space sooner? Or is it actually going to destroy me in space? Oh, my word. Where's Neil Tyson Degrasse? I want him as a guest because I want to discuss human suffering and our advancement. Did Galileo <laughs> and what he endured, did it actually increase human advancement and did he only increase us because he suffered? Or did he actually lessen our suffering by giving us more knowledge and therefore lead to the decline, ultimate decline of the human race? Folks, there's a lot to be handled here. Competing. Does sports... Oh, that raises a question then. So, if if suffering makes us better at competing, but knowledge makes us lessen to incline suffering... Where is the middle ground? Which kind of leads back to like the Greeks and stuff like that. You know, they had wrestling. They had sports. They had the belief that physical, you know, there must be the physical part of us too along with the intellectual part of us. Which goes back to schools nowadays. PE and math must be equally taught so that we learn to suffer as well as to be intelligent. We must understand suffering and competition as much as we must understand, you know, quantum physics. Or just physics in general. Oh, folks. This this got intense. I didn't even... This wasn't even my intent when I started this. I was just going to talk about sports in general and how to arm wrestle well. And here I am. Physics meets arm wrestling. Oh, A set point in fulcrums and leverage meets enduring physical pain and muscle burn. I love this. This is good. Man, I wish I had... uh, Folks, find me some guys that want to talk about this that are good at both. Like, find me a guy that's good at physics and runs marathons. But also, find me a guy who's good at just pure physical violence with no education, like background. Doesn't mean he's stupid, all right? But he just doesn't, like, have the knowledge of physics. And then find me another guy who is pure brain but couldn't run a mile if his life depended on it. I must figure out how to get these three individuals together to discuss competition and where we are as humanity. Anyway, that's, that's, wow. Folks, that's a lot to chew on. And I ask you to think about it. And I fully encourage discussions in the forums, as long as you are not a-holes to each other, okay? Like, it's all right to get heated, but you keep the little petty crap to yourselves. But comment, discuss, and encourage. Heck, Joe Rogan, I, th- I think this is something you could bring up on a, a wider platform to discuss. Wow. What are your thoughts Let's just make this the simple question for this week. Does, does competition require physical suffering? I'm going to bring it back down to that little level. Competition require the ability to endure physical suffering. Chew on it, folks. This could be interesting. I appreciate you for uh, following this this week. And uh, in the meantime, wow, stay stone solid.